Hi there folks, my name is NovaWing24 and welcome to another exciting episode of The Three Grumpy Simmers and boy are we grumpy and tired this morning in this wonderful episode. Right, I do want to say first of all welcome to my fellow Grumpy Simmers. First of all, thank you to, for joining us to Sergio from Helisimmer.com. Hello everyone. And welcome aboard to our infamous Tomcat part flying purple jacket wearing Drew Bell Geode. <laughs> I had to. I had to. All right, so let me just back up because the viewing audience is probably like, what the hell are they talking about now? So I've been playing Star Citizen. There's a new patch for Star Citizen 3.9, um, and I pretty much spent two hours in Star Citizen shopping for a purple jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and I found one. I found an awesome jacket. I had to fly like halfway across the uh, snotting system, but I got it. I got it. <laughs> See, if they if they release if they release a Tomcat in space, I know damn well that'll become your your ship forevermore. I know that. But anyway, they kind of have something like that already, oh. but uh, I didn't. Uh, it's, nah. uh, it, it's no Tomcat. I mean, it does a swing wing thing, but it's not quite the same. See, now I feel like I'm going to go off topic here, but there was that really terrible TV show back in, I think, the 80s, which basically they looked like Tomcats in space. Robotech? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, All Robotech. right. Macross. Macross. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. Which now is Robotech. That, now that riddle, riddle solved. Uh, so, welcome, folks, to <laughs> another episode. Um, we are here with something that <laughs> has been kind of interesting, and especially with <laughs> the recent release of uh, Prepared V5, uh, this conversation has very much come to the fore in many of the uh, uh, or the, the plethora of forums and uh, avenues for flight simmers to discuss their experiences and their desires about what they want to see in a sim. Um, the, the topics of immersion and realism uh, seem to be front and center about many of the discussions. And so we want to take, a, uh, take an episode and take a, uh, take a few minutes to unpack these two concepts and how they appear to actually be and whether or not what we're actually seeing is immersive and is it real. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to uh, put the question out there first of all and say, um, what is it that we... Well, do okay. I guess I guess the first question is is actually probably better question is going to be, why do we strive for that uh, immersion and realism? Why do we strive for that? Sergio, <laughs> you're uh, the one who brought it up, so you're so, so the he was very much, victim. Go he ahead. was very much Go driving ahead. this yeah, topic. Okay. By the way, folks. <laughs> why why do we strive? It's, isn't it the whole isn't it the whole concept of uh, using a simulator to uh, replicate reality mm -hmm. that's that's the whole thing right um, most of us are well the huge majority of those that use flight simulators uh, use it to simulate reality to simulate something that people want to do in real life and cannot do for some reason or they may might even do it um, because they are actual uh, real pilots but you know they try to simulate something that they will find on their lives as on their professional lives as pilots 
uh, like for example, um, flying under IFR uh, rules. So, um, uh, it, it's it's a really, it, I think it's a really it's a, it's a, hard It's a tough question. one. It's, it, it's, it's, it's an incredibly tough question. Yeah. Mm. It's a hard question. I think the, I think the answer is very simple, um, but I, I, I don't know if the guys, if those that are listening to the answer really get it. In, in a nutshell, it's because we want to simulate something that we cannot do in real life most of the time. We, That's thing, we want right? to experience something that, that. We, that yeah. we can't do in, that we yeah. can't necessarily right. do in real life. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a, a way to, to, to describe it. Yeah, okay. But where, where does yeah, that at least as far as at least as far as the simulation aspect of it, not necessarily the immersion or realism, because I can sit here all day and say, yeah, I'd love to be a Tomcat pilot. Obviously, I've missed my chance in real life in more ways than one. Um, but you, by you, the same you, token, to, as to a, a virtual to Tomcat pilot, I'm not going to be, you know, doing a lot of the the same crazy things that, you know, I do. Because that's not realistic. So we got to kind of separate the two. I mean, yeah, there's the immersion. There's the, the act of being in the Tomcat cockpit and flipping all the switches and doing everything by the books and, you know, do your mission and whatnot. And then there's the, the fun aspect or the game aspect. I know that argument comes up a lot, whether or not this is a game or a simulator. Spoiler alert, it's both. When you're talking about the the game aspect, you're talking about the unrealistic portion. That seems to be the common theme that I've seen on uh, Facebook and the forums and whatnot, is when people think that it's not a game, they're talking about the unrealistic aspects of it. So, for example, you know, using my Tomcat example, I'm not going to try and land in the middle of a highway or something like that, or I'm not going to do... Um, I'm not going to attack like my home ship or anything like that. You know, it's not realistic. So I think that's, um, that's probably a part of what we need to consider when we consider realism as it relates to the immersion factor. But eh, it's just me. And it's, it's interesting that you are sort of seeking to, to, with, with both those comments there, we, that we're looking at, at separating the immersion and from the realism, but the the taglines that seem to be used um, all the time from a variety of developers saying, you know, in, increase your immersion by buying this add-on or increase your realism mm -hmm. by doing this. They seem to use them interchangeably, whereas the, 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 the what you're suggesting there, uh, Drew, is that we actually sort of separate those two terms. We separate the immersion experience from the immersion of the experience of, of being in a cockpit from the, the realism of, of, of how we actually do things. Um, and, and I think as um, I, I know, Sergio, one of the things that, that you very much um, are, are always discussing uh, at, at length uh, in your uh, crusade to bring better uh, helicopters experiences to all virtual pilots everywhere, um, that that's a that's a that 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 factor of the of the flight of the flight dynamics and how our sims uh, utilize mm -hmm. those is a is a big driver for you. Um, 
tell us how how that is has impacted and also how you what you've sort of struggled against with some of the other more uh non-rotary winged pilots and and commentary in our uh, simulation world yeah well i i, I don't think that realism and immersion is is any different um in the roller wing community than in, in the fixed wing community okay and there are different levels of realism there are different levels of immersion and there are different limitations um let's say for example and, and i i think realism has much larger limitations much bigger limitations than immersion um, you, you, Drew was was telling was telling us about the fact that he likes to fly F-14s, and that's that's a very that's a very good example um, of how realism can be different for Drew um, and for a guy flying um, an Airbus or a Boeing 737 or uh, any any two liner out there, right? <coughs> so I think realism is much more limited than immersion. Um, for example. Uh, Perhaps my experience as an airliner pilot is more realistic than Drew's experience as an F-14 pilot for the simple reason that G-forces on an F-14 are much higher and have, and have a tendency to have a, a, larger, a larger amount of influence to your, to your flying than on uh, an airliner, right? So. Yep. And and it's, it's... and having and having spent time even greater than six G, um, I can assure you that it very much does change how and you fly. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you have that experience, right? So, I can have the same amount of realism in my seven three seven sim. I have all the buttons, all the gauges, a nice flight model, everything else. Hmm. Then Drew in his in his half fourteen. But my realistic experience, but my my experience is going to be more realistic in that aspect than Drew's, because although neither of us can feel the G's, mm. the thing is, G forces mm. for Drew would make a, a, a much larger difference. Regarding immersion, in all honesty, it all depends on our imagination. It all depends on ourselves. Like just yep. guys, you guys remember what. You guys remember when you started doing flight simulation, right? Do you remember the very first flight simulator you used? Do you remember how bad it looked compared to do you explain P3D whatever? You remember that, right? It's just it I, wasn't even. Oh yeah. so, so, so mine was a wireframe oh, yeah. seven three seven. It was just a 2D panel. It was a Microsoft 2D panel only, wireframe 737. Pretty sure I okay. crashed at the end of the runway. Let me ask you a few questions. Did it have 3D clouds? Nope. Or clouds at all? It, it didn't Did even it, have it, colors. It was monochrome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did it have... Did he have smoke coming out of the tires when he landed? Oh, wait. Did he have <laughs> external views at all? No. <laughs> no, but here's... No, yeah. Yeah, but... Didn't you feel like you were inside a flight simulator? Didn't you yes. feel like you were inside... Mm -hmm. Up to a point inside an aircraft? Didn't you feel immersed in the simulation? That was all... Yeah, you, you took it seriously. You took it yeah, seriously yeah. because these little gauges that you're seeing on your screen yeah. say, okay... You are here. You need to do this to continue yep. flying. Yep. All of a sudden, it became real. Yep. 
the yeah, sweaty palms or whatever, you don't need to see. Yeah, was it realistic? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Were you immersed in it? For me, yeah. it was... <laughs> But but that actually so both those comments from from both of you is is right there is that was it real was it immersive was it realistic yes it was for you at that time because that's what you knew mm-hmm. um, and as you said Drew sort of going off you know the sweaty palms because that that it, it became real through our shared ex- through our own experience and yep. how we it's that whole psychosomatic thing ex- yep. exactly and so the question becomes are we relying too much on crutches to be able to support our experience. Um, yes. It, <laughs> Straight up. Yes. That's, 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 that's like way that's out of left field. Woo. <laughs> that's exactly what I feel. That's that's mm. the thing. You know, it's it's not, and I I don't think it's uh, this 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 is this is going to be sound weird. It's not as the old timers that are doing that i think the newer generations are are going are going after crutches after crutches after crutches and just to get that realism and an immersion that they they can have with everything they have right now hmm. or everything they had last year or everything they had five years ago yeah. or everything we had 20 years ago yeah. right and um I, so I, we're I'm spoiled, saying, basically. And, and, yeah, I, 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 yeah, and I hate, I hate phrasing it like that, though. I hate phrasing it like that. But at the end of the day, it's kind of right. Like, um, yeah. So, so you know. Listen, like, I'll be the first. I will be the first to admit I am very spoiled. Ever since I started using VR in 2017, and I swear, almost every day now, I post the same thing. I can't fly without it. Like, literally, my immersion factor is so much now. Driven by that. My feelings of realism are so intense now that I have to have this thing on my head, which is like the biggest irony of all. In order for me to feel realistic, I need to immerse myself in a virtual realism. This is but, where we are. We're in that uncanny valley now. <laughs> but but that's I, I get I guess it's it's sort of uh, again it's it's how we build that experience and and looking at things like that and and I guess one of the the things that is is fascinating for me and and as I said I I have a fairly I mean I'm very fortunate that I have a, a bit of a unique perspective where I do. I work in both the, the uh, hobby space, uh, you know, the, the simulation gaming space, uh, with you fine gentlemen and everybody else in the community, um, and I also work actually with professionals, actual pilots doing flight training and proficiencies using their sims, um, and it's amazing to see what the differences of how they define realism and immersion and what is important to do that and to your point Sergio um, and and one of the things that I see don't get me now before I say this folks I, I want very clear here I appreciate all of the amazing add-on developers that produce amazing content out there um, you guys all rock like you, you make amazing stuff um, but it's interesting that the community seems to the the the, the gaming hobby hobby gaming community however you want to describe yourselves seem to drive this desire for you know 4k textures PBR textures you know shaders driving this that and the other and a stack of 300 bloody add-ons that's 
slowing your sim down anyway um one for tire smoke <laughs> you know and, and it's great that you got all that guys it's, it's great that you got all that and it looks great and everything else um but um the the real guys they don't care about that they, they really don't like like literally the only thing they care about and especially in the the so and it depends on the type of trainer they're using so if they're using um, a procedural sim then they don't care about the flight dynamics they care about the systems do the systems work are the systems accurate um you know and and credit where credit's due pmdg as much as you annoy the hell out of me um i will acknowledge that the systems modeling that you guys do is second to none in this particular space in, you know in our hobby space um and then you'll look at a, um, you know, sort of um, f f uh, fidelity sims, sort of the, the, the other sims, and they, they yes, they're more about um, the way the aircraft fly. Does it fly well? Does it fly accurately to the real thing? But they don't give a crap about graphics. They really don't. Because at the end of the day, when you're going 400, you know, when you're going 600 knots at a 500 feet off the deck, you can't see squat <laughs> just a reminder um so as i said it, it's really and an, i have a I, i'm as i said i'm very fortunate i have an interesting perspective on this so it's interesting to see and to your point sergio sort of going we look at and we we, we have this such a demand for of for different things and and and, and updates and add-ons and all the rest of it but it's how we how much are we relying on other things and are we prepared to put the effort in to 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 simulate how we want to simulate. Now, um, I definitely don't want to say that anybody's way of simming is is worse or less less valid than anybody else's. Um, but I, I guess it's maybe a point that we should all think about: what is our normal? What is good for us may not necessarily be good for somebody else. That's that's the take we always have. Right? True. That's, that's the thing we always that's the thing we always defend, and we have we have always defended from the start, um, which is everybody seems the way they want, and it's not right for you to try to push your way of seeming into other people's clothes. Yeah, we take some jabs here and there because sometimes, honestly, we see some things in the community that just you know it's just insanely funny and crazy. You know when. People go through so much hassle, and you know they, they go, they, they they get themselves at the throats of developers because they didn't have tire smoke that we always talk about. You know, it's just it's not important, guys. Yeah, when you're on the runway and you see other aircraft landing, you can see the smoke, <laughs> but that's not what flying simulation is about. You know, if if you really need to have tire smoke, okay, that that's okay. But it's not really what about flight simulation is all about, right? Flight simulation is about f simulating flight. Yes, smoke is part of the flight. Mm -hmm. Controls is part of the flight. All those certain things are part of the flight. You know, but we have we have virtual reality, folks. We have something that we only saw on sci-fi movies and read on sci-fi uh, books um, uh, ten years ago. You know. 10 years ago, it was pretty much impossible for us to have a VR set at home for a price that most of us could afford. 
Hmm. And it's not that it's not that expensive. We have we have spent a lot. We spend a lot more money on a graphics card than we do on a virtual reality set nowadays, right? You Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm about to be. Card. I'm about to be up for a new graphics card. I looked at the prices and I almost died. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can get a VR set for three hundred dollars nowadays, and you can have a, a nice uh, graphics card for I don't know six hundred, eight hundred, one thousand dollars. One thousand yeah. and something dollars for the twenty-eight. More than a computer itself is worth. Yeah, <laughs> don't so, even get me started on that one. It's, it's three have... times the cost of the CPU to get a yeah. <laughs> so we have we have flight simulators that can replicate flight models really well. They can replicate systems very well. They can replicate the whole world. You know, you have, you can fly everywhere. You can navigate everywhere. You have virtual reality. You have a way to um, get into the scene with other guys as well and do all kinds of things. And it kind of feels petty for me for people to get at developers' throats for not having tire smoke. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, it, does it break immersion for you? Well, if there's no smoke, well, uh, let me look out the side of the plane here. As I'm and, and that's, okay, so so can I can I make a, a point on that? Okay, and, ain't no smoke out there. So so to that to that <laughs> point, like that's a very valid point. Is that and as much as we appreciate, and, and I'm going to sort of sort of circle this back to uh, the question you asked at the start, Sergio, where you asked, you know, in that very early experience that we all had back in the wireframes, like uh, flight simulator days, was there an external view? No, there wasn't. Now we have these wonderful external views, but. Um, yeah, people that's asking, you know, for 4K textures, tire smoke. So, question, folks, if you're flying a 777, hypothetically, let's imagine you were flying a real one, and actually, genuine question to any 777 pilots out there right now, can you actually see the tires smoke when you land from the flight deck? Because pretty sure you can't. Just throw no. it out there. So, but, but at the same time, but, but, but at the same time, but at the same time, now let's, let, let's, but using that same example of tire smoke is that, um, if you have a, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a wheeled helicopter for a second here, a Lynx. So a Lynx, um, one of the later Lynxes that had the tricycle undercarriage, if you Break, burn the brakes on the wheels, you will see the tire smoke. So, uh, so yes, that that's where it perhaps is important. So, it's not we're not saying, folks, that it's it's not it should never you should never have tire smoke, you know, in in, in sims. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but yeah. we're saying is that it's it's a it's a time and a place, and 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 what are you after in your experience? Um, one of the one of the perennial things that I think every flight simmer that has spent time in any forum um, at all has all seen the infamous rate my landing posts um, <laughs> yeah. yeah now now the, yeah. now now yeah. here's here's the here's yeah. the here's the interesting thing about I wake up at night sweating I just shout and my wife gets all scared. I'm all sweaty because, you know, I'm just thinking, oh, what oh, happened? I'm afraid of landing, my landing pose. It's just, yeah, yeah. So out, out of... And I'm like, oh, you actually That's land good. on land. So so, so this guy... Fancy this, that. <laughs> this guy is pretty much the only one who's in his 
immersive and his realism would actually receive a rating for his landing because he would get one from the LSO, from the plat camera, when he puts down his Tomcat or his Hornet onto the carrier deck. Um, And having spent uh, the better part of about 100 hours over the last few weeks doing a particular review for a new product, um, believe me, my carrier patterns have been getting through there and going through and getting the the data but anyway moving on that's a <laughs> i've been scarred by the add-on i swear i've been scarred what? by that on but and you know what what do you what's funny on those rate my landing posts most of them are not even realistic so there's and, and that's, that's so, 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 so there's two things yeah, about because that, that they are greasing the landing right you know and the guys go all yeah you know, all yeah i just i just landed with zero fpm and it's, yeah, you just screwed up, buddy. Yeah, no. Like the, 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 like the aircraft actually Zero FPM doesn't count if you're landing halfway down the runway. You need distance to stop. Unless you're in a BN Islander or some other stole aircraft. And, that and, doesn't count. And, and I'm, you I'm sorry, everybody. Smoke. You'll see you tire smoke. And, and everybody. And you drag on the runway, right, to slow the aircraft yeah, down. But <laughs> but and everybody who flies, you've you've. It doesn't matter whether you've flown in a MD80, an ERJ145, a 737, an A380. Believe me, when you land as a passenger, you know it. Because yeah. it wasn't zero feet per minute. That's not how you're supposed to land. It's supposed to actually give a firm hit to the mm-hmm. ground for your systems. Anyway, move it. sorry, I'm going to... But it's just... I, I guess the point is, folks, is that when we're talking immersion and realism, it's it's very it's a very fine line. And again, like we always say, uh, Sergio and Drew and myself have always said throughout pretty much every episode we do of this, how you want to sim is unique to you. Um, so your way of simming, if you want yep. that, that is, and that, if that is what immersion and realism means for you, then um, that you need, that you want the tire smoke, that you want the 4K eternal external text- textures. Um, you know that if if that's what realism and immersion means for you, then that's great. Um, but this for the person whose immersion and realism wants to be that they want to be able to start an aircraft up by the book, you know, a, a GA aircraft by the book and never want to go anywhere near an airliner. They want to start a GA aircraft by the book and do circuits around their local airfield. If that's what they want for their immersion and their realism and they want to be able to feel the aircraft fly and behave with the correct wind and thermal patterns that you experience with that by going over your local area, that is perfectly valid. As is someone who wants to do long line operations with a helicopter that wants to fly you know out on a helicopter out to an oil rig and back like there is none of these are any less valid so if you say that oh your way of doing things is not realistic it's not immersive enough it's like well it might not be for your way of simming but it is for them and absolutely and how we sim and why we sim are very important things and something that that we really can't forget, um, that you know, we all we all come to this hobby and this passion for various different reasons. Uh, and I'll be honest, is that the last thing I want to do when I get when I jump on and sim the limited amount of time I get to sim, the last thing I want to do is I don't want to fly SIDS and stars. 
really don't care. I really don't. I literally program those. So I'm like, okay, no. So you know what? I want to fly, you know, I'm going to fly basically something fairly fast, fairly light, lower, way lower than I should. Um, but I want to feel the aircraft fly the way it would fly. And I want to experience that, but I don't want to replicate every procedure because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have a pilot's license of the virtual or otherwise after any of my flights. But anyway. Um, <laughs> and, and don't yep. talk through yourself. Don't, yep. Guys, Guilty as charged. <laughs> don't, don't consume yourselves going after something that you may never ever reach right mm. just consider what you have and uh i know drew that you probably know of someone we know on one of the groups that we are on we know this guy that's always consuming himself with problems and issues and trying to find the most realistic settings and the most realistic this and that and and mm-hmm. this guy gets you know, he bangs his head constantly against the wall because he's constantly getting issues from all the freaking plugins and add-ons that he installs on the sim he uses. And then he constantly breaks. He's a guy that, you know, he's the only guy I know that constantly breaks the sim. Okay, and we're talking and about... And always, it, it's always a situation where he sees somebody else has something that will make the sim more realistic. Yeah. Ooh, and I've got to have that. And then not even yeah. a day later, guys, I got this problem. Look, me and Drew stopped making a drinking <laughs> game out of it because our livers just <laughs> packed and left. I'm too young to die. I'm not even 50 yet. Please. Yeah, we were we were all, you know, we were all manly doing this ranking game, and then we went, oh, no, do I need to give up? And then my liver was like, oh, it's Miranda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and by the way, since tire smoke is a hotbed <laughs> or hot topic for this particular episode, just That's so you're that. aware, users of X-Plane 11, Laminar Research already did the update to include all particles. And yes, that does include tire smoke. So if your aircraft, your add-on aircraft, does not have tire smoke on landing, you do not need to come to Facebook or any other forum and start complaining about why it's not realistic. What you need to do is you need to ask the developer of said add-on politely if they can add tire smoke to the thing because it's in there every single aircraft that has wheels has the capability to make tire smoke it's already in there the developers just need to add it it's not up to laminar to do that because laminar did not create those add-on aircraft so there's your real answer as far as the tire smoke. Can we put the tire smoke to bed now? <laughs> we can. We can. Um, yes. We can. Okay. I, I think. So guys, don't yes. consume yourself. That's just the take I want. Don't don't consume yourself and spend all the time trying to find the more realistic add-ons because, honestly, realism and immersion, a lot of it is inside our head. The example that very I very subjective. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's, versus, it's I, I understand that you need. Yeah. yeah, I understand that you need to have a certain degree of. Uh, graphics or what I, I I get it 
I really get it. But don't consume yourself and your seeming time going after this and having to fix your sim and having to, you know, go through a lot of different mm -hmm. assholes that will give you a lot of grief. And I have learned this over time. I'm talking about my own experience, right? When I, the 10 or 15 years ago, I spent a lot of time tweaking my sims, you know, and I installed the sim and I tweaked and I went after all the CFG files for FSX and this and that. And then I installed Steve's DX10, whatever. And I, I, I spent so much time tweaking my sim, you know, and all of a sudden something went south and I had to do it again. And I spent so many hours doing this and then suddenly I realized I'm being an ass because instead of spending time actually seeming and enjoying myself in the sim, I'm going through so much grief to make this sim more realistic when I am actually in my living room next to my computer in front of a computer screen that nowadays you know with a headset on my head no playing aircraft that i i know you guys are going to hate this this expression but that's the thing i am playing aircraft mm -hmm. right i yeah i'm going i'm using realistic flight dynamics as much as possible and systems but you know this is not reality this is the simulation of reality and we need to let our our brains trick ourselves into believing in what we are doing. Yeah. That's what we did 20 years ago with the 2D monographic, monochromatic yeah, graphics. We didn't have a choice, yeah. We didn't have a choice. So we had, mm. It's the same thing, for for example, Drew, I am with you when I say that, you know, it's very hard for me to go back from VR to a monitor, right? It's, I won't say it's impossible, but it's it, it, it's painful to do that. But if I had to, if my, if my Vive goes boom someday and i have no way of getting a vr set i have to go back to a monitor and yep, it will you don't work. have a choice it, i'm in the same boat it, if this thing yeah. goes kaput so, yeah i don't have a choice if, this is this is why i haven't if, gone to vr yet because i know i fear from these two it's a one-way trip it, 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 it is. So I, I more than anything i just want to leave this message if i if i had to let to leave one message for you guys that are watching this episode it would be this one don't give yourself grief yep. going after realism and immersion. 99% of it, it's already inside your brain. You just need to explore it. Yes. If you need, you, if you need some aids to achieve it, be it VR, tire smoke, um, shaders, whatever, do it, but don't overdo it. Take your time to seem not to tweak your sin. That's... I that's the message I would like to pass on to. And, and that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a, a really sort of good way to sort of close it out is folks is that, uh, is don't let this pursuit of something, which is quite frankly, unattain, unobtainable. Um, don't let it degrade your enjoyment of the hobby. Um, don't let it because I've been exactly where Sergio has been as well. I would spend hours, yep, weeks trying mm -hmm. to tweak this, tweak that, try shaders, whatever. Um, I do not have time for that. I really don't. Um, I want to, and and that was and something I learned. I probably shifted my mindset. I had I had that sort of uh, come to the simulation gods moment. Um, probably around the launch of prepared v3 where i simply went i'm tired of tweaking i'm tired of of all this junk i just simply want to be able to jump in and sim um 
and if something takes longer for me to load than I'm going to spend simming, then I'm not going to... I'm, it's coming out of my sim. Like, I don't care that it would make my lighting and my shaders look better, but if it's going to take two hours to load and I only have an hour to sim, you know, it out. It's out. Mm -hmm. Um... So, so that, that that's that's the thing, folks. And just please remember as well is that we are, you know, and, and the simulation very much is as as we said through this, and I sort of again circling back to the start of this is that we are simulating reality. But by simulating reality, we are an it's an approximation of reality. It's close to, but it's not the same. Um, and anyone, anyone anyone and everyone that I have ever spoken with or any spent any time with that has spent time in any sim, whether it be a desktop sims that we all talk about and that we love on this on this program, um, whether it be uh, an actual instructor's sim, an actual sort of manufacturer's sim, um, you know, a flight school sim, air force, military government sim, that experience is one thing but what it is, it prepares you for the real thing. It's not; it cannot replace real time. Um, so you are approximating reality, and that's a big thing with learning and experiencing is that you're taking part of of, a, of approximating reality. You will never get, you know. And it, it, it's funny actually. I'm reminded now of Microsoft's slogan during when FSX was released: "As real as it gets." <laughs> but but legitimately. Legitimately, at the time, and I dare say to this day, let's be honest here, because anybody, because prepared is nothing more than FSX on steroids, um, it is as real as it gets from a home user perspective. We can add things here and there, but the core functionality is as real as it gets. Use your imagination, use your mind, and please remember, folks, that we're talking about simulating, you know, or getting close to approximating multi-crew aircraft, high-speed military jets, you know, multi-crew helicopters. Like it's, this isn't something that for the most part is meant to be done by one user. You know, we're talking, you spend hundreds of hours in ground school, in flight school, convert type, conversion type training um, before being able to get Certified, and then going through, you know, sitting in the for the tube liner pilots, you sit in the right hand seat for a thousand hours before you get to move to the left hand seat. Um, and remember, you're simulating a multi crew aircraft that the flight crew sit at their sit in their seats for the entire eight for the, or, entire, for the entire eight or fourteen mm -hmm. hours of the flight. They don't get yep. to program their FMC, hit go. And then go and sleep for eight hours and come back and, and it's paused waiting for you at top of descent. Um, so just just your immersion and realism, you know, immersion and realism is different for everyone. Um, but please be mindful of that. And if it's going to negatively impact your sim experience, then it's actually detracting from your experience. Let your mind, let your use your imagination. Your mind is so capable. That plus. Do not let it negatively impact your life. 
You might hear a lot about uh, having a work-life balance. That's been a really popular theme over the last 10 years once we realize that people are just getting way too stressed out. And especially with all of us still on this pandemic lockdown, as it were, where you know most of us are working from home and so on and so forth. We're rediscovering the fine art of work-life balance. Well, we can translate that to the sim as well. You can't allow yourself to be so consumed from the sim. Believe it or not, I actually take breaks from flight simming. There there will be like two-week periods or three-week periods where I won't even get in the virtual cockpit at all just to kind of pull myself back so I don't get caught up in that situation where, okay, I need that little extra bit of realism, that, that extra bit of immersion, whatnot. Pull yourself out of it. Remember, at the end of the day, it is a virtual reality. Regardless of whether or not you've got an actual virtual reality headset, you're still looking at a virtual world on your monitor. You gotta pull it back. You gotta learn to balance it out. That, I think, will help in the long run as far as achieving that immersion once you he head back in there because then you can suspend your disbelief and 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 i think that finally yeah that the suspension of disbelief is a is a really important thing your your brain is such a, a hugely powerful tool um let it explore itself let it explore and let it imagination um and also just as a side note can we get over this stigma attached to role the term role play please can we get over that like, can, can, we, can we get over this, please? Because you know, that's another thing that really frustrates me is people who insist that, you know, oh, it's only realistic if I am talking to ATC all the time and they have to use the exact same terminology and they have to talk to I'm like, oh, okay. So the recent <laughs> Cross, the Pond, Cross the Pond event, which is that seems, I think, biggest event of the calendar of the year. Um, you've yeah. got... Excuse, excuse me, captains. Excuse me, captains. Are you saying <laughs> I should not address other people on Facebook groups? <laughs> no, I, we've been through this before. I'm a commander, thank you. <laughs> so, like, like oh, it's like guys... In before the first guy comments, hey, this guy's got a stolen valor issue. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um okay so um all right so i know we all i know we, <laughs> i know we all have issues with the default atc in uh whatever you see in platform explain prepared fsx whatever we all have issues with the default atc um can we please understand that when you go onto a service uh an, an online community such as VATSIM, ivao um pilot edge not so much because that's a pain one but yeah so VATSIM and ivao you're talking about volunteers you know, people like you are all. Sorry, guys. Just so you know, you're all role playing. Okay. Um, if you're flying your aircraft, then you're role playing as a pilot. You're actually role playing as usually two people, uh, two or three people, because there's you. Um, with you're taking the role of yourself you know, as the, the the captain, the first officer, and possibly a flight engineer. Um, and then. You, you're then working with uh, other people who are role-playing as the various classes of air traffic control. Um, can we just realize that we're all doing this to have fun? So please, when I hear tales and when I he uh, heard some of the audio from that of the abuse that some of the controllers were getting, yeah, not acceptable. Guys, if mm -mm. if that's where you're at, I, I, this is what I say to, to my, 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 my sons. Pull it back. This is what I say, this is what I say to my sons. I say, if you're behaving like that 
it's time for you to get off and walk away from it and not come back to Sydney mm-hmm. for a while. Um, because I think you need to reassess what's going on. So getting back to that whole work life, or in this case, sim life balance. Um, yeah, just we're, we're here to have fun and experience things in how we want to sim. And at the end of the day, we aren't professional pilots. <laughs> Mic drop. Okay. Uh, I think and I'm gonna, on that note, I think on that note, we might. I might run for the hills because I feel. I can feel. I feel the hate flowing through the comments. Already. Well, guys, thank you very much for watching the last episode of the Three Gentlemen. I hope you. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, but yes, uh, as, as you guys alluded to, so I do want to say that I'm does... going to be like that one kid in the meme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm not a part of this. I, I, I don't know these guys, no. <laughs> uh, all right, so I do want to say uh, thank you very much uh, for watching our latest episode and possibly our last one. Uh, thank you very much to Sergio from helisimmer.com. Okay. Uh, blame him for this topic, by the way. Uh, yeah, this is all his fault. And I do want to say thank you very much uh, for uh, Commander uh, Belgiot of uh, as he goes back to his Tomcat. Um, <laughs> don't forget, folks, uh, to head over and check over both of these guys' channels uh, and for some of the great content that's coming over from them. Uh, and uh, finally, thanks very much from me. Don't forget to perhaps maybe just throw my channel a like and a subscribe. And if you do enjoy these little bits of uh, community uh, reflection and commentary, please consider supporting the work done by the Three Country Simmers and help keep us on air uh, by heading over to patreon.com forward slash noveling24 to give us a support there but please also give us a like and a subscribe and hit that bell button for me all right folks thanks very much for joining us take care safe skies to all please simulate how you enjoy simulating and please remember to be kind to each other and keep washing your hands and take care safe skies to all we'll see you next time bye for now